Welcome to the Geek to Geek podcast, where uh, tonight was going to be my triumphant return, I think. Um, but then life happened to BJ, so it's just me here. This is this is kind of weird. This is going to be a mini episode. I'm back because I've been gone, because we bought a house and sold our house, and I have been basically unable to record due to that for six weeks. And it came out of like nowhere. So from your perspective, I think I've been gone for four episodes. It might have been five. But BJ and I quickly recorded two as soon as we found out this was happening. And then I haven't had my recording set up. It's been packed and physically away from me until literally yesterday as I'm recording this. So in a way, the timing is really bad that BJ had something come up last minute tonight, but in another way, it's really good because I'm actually available to fill in, so we get an episode in the feed for you guys this week, otherwise that wouldn't have happened. Um, we were supposed to talk all about the move, so we're still going to do that. We're going to do that next week because it's a long topic, but I just wanted to jump in here and say, I'm still here. I'm not like going anywhere. It's just that life got thrown at me, and it was in a really good way. Um, we have a new house, and we're super happy, and we're super excited, and basically all of my free time in the last six weeks has gone towards either buying this house, selling the old house, or something to do with one of those two things, or moving, which is a huge part of it. So that's where I've been, but I'm here again um, in a new room that's mostly empty, so I'm trying to surround myself a little bit with pillows, so I'm not super echoey here. I gotta work on the recording setup, but this should be a new dedicated recording space, so we'll see how this works out long-term. No promises on tonight on the echoes, because nothing's really unpacked all the way yet, so it's just an empty room, and it sounds like it. Don't judge me too harshly. But anyway, yeah, so the plan is next week we will talk all about this, because BJ and I purposefully haven't talked in-depth about what I've been doing, because we wanted to discuss the move and the new house and everything on air so like you can include you guys in the conversation so i'm not going to jump the gun and do that without him here because i really want to have that conversation and kind of include all of you in it as well um what i can say is that i've had little tiny bits and pieces of geekery here and there uh normally if i had been gone for six weeks you guys know that i would come back with probably like three or four episodes worth of just stuff to talk about and because moving and selling and buying and stuff with houses is such an intense process i think i had there was a, a three-day span in there at one point where I literally couldn't do anything just because of like where I couldn't do anything house-related because of the process point that we were in between buying and selling. We were just kind of waiting for things to happen. But outside of those three days, it's literally been all of my free time for the last six weeks. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about what I have been doing, but probably by the time we get to next week, I'll actually have Geekery again because we're kind of unpacking and all of the furniture is in the correct room finally, for the first time in the new house. Um, we're not unpacked yet, but I'm starting to get more and more free time. So I'm hoping to actually like sit down and play a video game for more than 15 minutes for the first time in six weeks uh, sometime this week. So let's let's talk a little bit about what I actually have been doing in the fits and spurts that I've gotten between house stuff. I would say I was very reliant on my iPhone, on my mobile device to get some gaming in because my consoles, again, weren't available, just like my recording equipment. Like it was away and packed and I couldn't really get to it. I mean, I could get to the switch a little bit, but that was about it. Um, so I played a bunch more Holdown, which is still a really good iOS game, mobile game in general. I think it's on Android too. Um, I'm on the Sun now, which is like the last Infinity level. It's kind of like Endgame. So I was picking away at that just because it's like fun and a little bit mindless, and I was enjoying that. I'm still playing Dragalia Lost every day. 
it's kind of been my touch point of sanity to just have something consistent in my life because nothing else has been consistent. Every other routine of mine has been utterly and completely destroyed, and we're slowly rebuilding it here. So I've been playing Dragalia Lost every single morning, like no matter where I'm waking up, whether it's on the floor or in my bed or like where I haven't even talked about that. Oh, we needed carpet in the new house. So we couldn't put our beds upstairs while we were waiting for that. So we were sleeping on the dining room floor. It was a whole thing. I, I promise I'll tell you more about it next week. But anyway, every morning I've been playing Dragalia Lost, even if it's just for a little bit. So it's like my one touch point of this is a thing I'm going to do every single day to keep a little bit of video games in my life, even though it's like super low key. Um, so big shout out to Dragalia Lost for still being awesome for me. I love it. it it's been great to just have that like tiny little touch point. I got like I said, I had like a three day span in there where I was in my old house and I couldn't do much to do anything like towards the new house yet. And at that point I still had my PlayStation hooked up um, before it got put away for a while. So I went back and I booted up Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I needed something that wasn't going to be a whole lot of brain power and that one fit the bill. And I think I remember talking about it when I initially played it saying that I think this would be a really good podcast game or audiobook game where you could just kind of turn off your brain and just do it. Um, so I left it on the back burner and I got back around to it. So I played that for a night or two and I was actually really close to platinuming it without realizing it. So I did platinum it and then I played all of the first DLC pack and then like half of the second DLC pack and then I kind of got bored of it. So I started looking for something else and it was the week that Kingdom Hearts 3 came out and BJ was freaking out about it. And then he had the episode with Austin that I listened to where they were both, well, it was kind of mixed, I guess, but they talked about it enough that it got me interested and I was like, if I'm ever going to play it, I'm going to play it right now while people are talking about it and while it's like a big topic because it won't last and before I have to put my PlayStation away and then it'll be you know a month later and i will have just kind of missed it so i jumped in i didn't quite beat it all the way kingdom hearts 3 was intimidating to get back into um but i beat the first two games in the series the first two mainline games so i at least wanted to give three a shot and see parts of it near the beginning were kind of really bad and really slow they, you know it probably could have summarized the important things in about five minutes that took the first two hours of the game and then the other thing was with, with so many disney ips to pull from i don't know why they would waste time revisiting old places from the earlier games like hercules's world which is where you go first um and then twilight town which is like a unique thing to kingdom hearts made zero sense to me just i don't know there's a lot of story beats in that game where if you don't have the context of all the spin-off games, they just make no sense. And that's what I kept running into. So the game got better as I got out of those early segments and you got into like the Tangled world and the st Toy Story world and stuff like that. Um, but the cutscenes throughout the whole game that were trying to drive the greater like Kingdom Hearts story forward were literally putting me to sleep at times. And I don't think I've ever had a cutscene actually put me to sleep and there was one that i fell asleep watching again i was exhausted i was in the middle of moving and doing all this house stuff but like it would get to a kingdom hearts cutscene, and i just started nodding off which is not a good sign um, i did make it to the keyblade who wait can i say that i made it to an area very near the end of the game one of the last areas um and then I kind of got bored because the boss fights were really long just because their health bars were like insanely huge they weren't tough and they weren't engaging fights and they weren't super interesting they were just long so i put the game down and then i watched the last like hour of it on youtube so i guess i kind of beat it 
but not really. I mean, I don't get the credit, but I know what happened and I played almost all of the game. So I'm going to count that as a win. Um, all of that aside, I still have to say that Simple and Clean is one of the greatest video game music tracks ever created. It's easily the best thing that came out of Kingdom Hearts ever. And I still love that song and all of its remixes and all of its reimaginings. So I don't think I'll ever get sick of it. It's it's such a good song. And then there's a couple other things that once I got here into the new house and started unpacking, I've had, like I said, little bits of time, 15 minutes here, maybe half an hour, one or two times. I haven't had like a dedicated gaming session in a long time. So uh, I played the Anthem demo. It was rough to even get into it, but I the little bit of gameplay that I played did seem fun. Actually, was this in the old house or was this the new house? I don't remember. Everything is blurring together at this point. But I played maybe an hour of it, um, even though it was buggy and I had to keep trying to actually get into it. You know, the, the gameplay seemed kind of fun, but it was hard to tell in the limited amount that I played. Uh, the Storm Javelin was my favorite, so I did get to try out all four of the Javelin types, which are kind of like your mech classes that you're picking, even though your character doesn't change. The mech that you're inside, the like mech armor suit changes. And I really like the Storm. The Storm is kind of like the mech equivalent of an elemental mage, which was really fun to play around with. The story, I'm not sure about. The The one story that they gave you during the demo was okay, but it was hard to tell what I'll think of the overall story. So I did start the real release of Anthem about a day ago. Again, I'm slowly getting my time back here. And I think I played maybe an hour between two different play sessions. So I'm really just in the intro. Um, too early to judge the story, but I'll report back about what I actually think of the main game. Probably next week, I'll have had some time to dig into it. The other main game that I actually had some time for was Wargroove. And that's because it was on the Switch and the Switch could travel with me and it didn't need to be docked in the console to play it. So I haven't done a ton of handheld Switch playing um, ever. Not really. I mean, I've done little bits, but nothing major. So Wargroove was the first time I did that. So I played, oh, I don't know, maybe four hours all in of Wargroove. Again, my time has been broken up in a little bit. So I've been playing little bits here and there. Um, it's definitely based on Advanced Wars and, or Advanced Wars. I think it's Advanced without a D on the end. I could look it up, but we're going to roll with it because that's the kind of week it's been lately. But it's definitely based on Advanced Wars. Um, it reminded me of how much more I like Fire Emblem compared to Advanced Wars. Like Fire Emblem has personalities and relationships and levels and it has advancement and progression of your units and upgrading and these RPG mechanics. And, you know, it has this persistence to it where there are no real generic faceless units on your side. And Advanced War had the opposite, where, like, there's one unit with personality, which is your commander unit, and everybody else is just, like, a faceless grunt that you can create from buildings, and, like, they all just kind of, every soldier is the same, or every whatever is the same. So, Wargroup follows in that mold, and the characters have a little bit more personality than they ever did in Advanced War, and you also get to have them on the battlefield with, with you, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, it's fun to have those commander units out there that can do different things. But in the end, it just made me want Fire Emblem more. So I'm kind of tempted to go back and play more Fire Emblem Heroes because like, I've been doing a lot of mobile gaming lately, and I still have it on my phone, and I still kind of do the, the free stuff in it. I'm not really playing Fire Emblem Heroes, but I still log in every day and get the free orbs out of it. And like, if they ever give you a free summon, I'll do that kind of thing. Um, so... This game made me want to go back and check that out, which is not what I was anticipating. But I think what I really want is 
the next Fire Emblem game. So they talked about that in the Nintendo Direct that was sometime in the last week or two. Time has no meaning for me. (laughs) It's all blurred together. I'm so sorry. Um, But they talked about the new Fire Emblem game. It got delayed till July, but I'm still super excited about it. It's always been one of the games that I was the most excited for on the Switch, and that hasn't really changed. So I'm fine waiting until it's done. Like, I don't need to rush it. I just want it to be good once it gets here. So I'm going to hold out for that one. Um, I've kind of put Wargroove on hold just because it's not scratching the exact itch that I'm after. That being said, if you were an Advanced Wars fan and you really liked that game, you should 100% go get Wargroove. Uh, you can get it on Switch, you can get it on PC, and I think it's on Xbox also. It might be on every system. I don't even know at this point. But um, go out and get it because it is Advanced Wars, but brought up to slightly more modern standards and then kind of put into a fantasy world instead of like a modernish world. It's really, really good if you're a fan of the series. I had a lot of time for audiobooks while I was packing and cleaning and moving and doing other stuff. So I actually listened to um, Divine Dungeon, Dungeonborn. And this is for uh, an episode that we owe to one of our listeners. So I ended up listening to that and then I had time and I liked it and I got hooked. So I actually listened to the next two in the series. So I've read the first three. Um, So BJ and I need to have a conversation about that on air, talking about the lit RPG genre. So we're excited to do that one. I'm going to hold my thoughts until we get to that episode, because again, that's a bigger discussion that we want to have for you guys to hear. The last piece of geekery that I have is, (laughs) it's going to sound so dumb, hardware stores? Like, I have a newfound appreciation for hardware stores. Um, The house that we bought is, it's not super old, but it's also not new construction. So there was a lot of, like, little updates that we wanted to do to it. Um, Nothing major. We're not, like, doing massive renovations or knocking down a wall. But my wife and I have, we didn't realize, we've gotten, like, handy at house stuff over the last five years of owning our own house in our townhouse. Um, So... When we were looking at this new house and we saw lots of little stuff that like, oh, we want to change those light fixtures and do the sinks and or do the faucets and, um, you know, paint and do new like switches and a bunch of electrical work. And it was all this stuff that like we know how to do one of us or the other knows how to do. It just requires going out and getting the parts and then doing the labor yourself. So we weren't intimidated by that, even though I know it turns out a lot of other people can be. Our real estate agent was really surprised as we were eyeing it up being like, oh yeah, we can do that and we can do that and we can do the other thing. Um, but I, you know, my my inclination when I need a part or I need an object or something is to go buy it on Amazon. It's kind of where I go for everything. And when we were working on house stuff, you need things like right away. So I was going to Lowe's and Home Depot and Menards, and the selection that they have there is just amazing. It's phenomenal. And it it's dumb because it's like obvious, but I just, I think I've lost my appreciation for when brick and mortar stores are actually a good choice to go to. And buying this new house has really like turned me around on, oh yeah, there are a bunch of use cases where it makes more sense to just run to the store. I still am going to buy most of my stuff on Amazon because that's the way that I function these days. But for hardware, for pieces, for, you know, bolts and switches and electrical wire and the the things that I needed is like vent covers and, you know, painting supplies. It's like just run to Lowe's, run to Home Depot. And the amount of selection they have is just astonishing. So it's so dumb to like geek out about a hardware store. But it's it's more of this realization that 
there is a really good place for brick and mortar in some specific industries, even if I still think that e-commerce is better for the most part, most of the time, it's not always true. So I'm going to give my shout out, my love to hardware stores in this very limited context. And I'm sure I'll be back to one of them in the next week or two, just doing more house projects. And those will come up on the podcast, I promise. I think that's going to be about it for this mini episode this week. Again, next week, I want to have that larger conversation about the fact that I moved and everything that went into it and why it happened and why we had no warning and uh, all of that. But it's a good thing. It was all good. It's... It's been a lot, but it's exciting. We're, we're really excited to get settled and to start like living here and feel like this is home. I mean, we have been living here, but it doesn't feel like home yet. We're still in that weird in-between stage. Um, but anyway, again, I want to have that conversation with BJ. So even though it's kind of a navel-gazy episode where I'm just going to talk about myself and moving and all of that kind of stuff, uh, that's the plan for next week. Of course, we'll always pair some geekery with it. And I'm hoping to actually have dug into like Anthem or maybe Apex Legends, or I have a whole list of things that I've missed out on on the last month and a half. So I will probably come back next week with a bunch more geekery than I had this week that's you know, actually like video games and the stuff that I normally talk about. I think that's about it. You can write to us with comments, suggestions, or feedback. Our email address, as always, is geek2geekcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at geek2geekcast. We also have longer discussion threads on our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash geek2geekcast. I blog sometimes at agreenmushroom.com and you can find me at grnmushroom. That's green mushroom without the E's on Twitter. Um, BJ is at Professor Beige on Twitter. Give him a shout out because again, life happened to him this week, but he still deserves your love. Um, we've been, well, it's just me. Sorry, I'm reading off the thing. I should just wing it. I've been void this week with your geek to geek podcast. The plan is for both of us to be back and talking for real next time, uh, next week. But until then, that'll do it for this week. See you next week, geeks. Hi everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and we are the hosts of Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. We are two best friends who love pop culture and talking about pretty much whatever we want. Katie! Yes? Stop thinking about Zac Efron and tell our future listeners what some of our latest episodes have been about. Well, we've talked about Zac Efron. No, get it together, Katie. Fine. We've talked about fan fiction, classical literature adaptations, favorite TV couples, and so much more. So grab your cup of tea or whatever your drink of choice is and download our podcast today. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. Hello, friends. This is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch.